one, two, one, two. We were live. All right. We live. <laughs> one, two, one, two. Apologies for the hiatus, man. The summertime gets chaotic for the entire crew from Philly to Florida, man. A lot is going on in the summertime. Things tend to slow down in the summer, you know, though it's why we're doing this show tonight. Uh, I am your co-host, Roberto Flack. The GYGB Warport show is here. Again, brief hiatus. Summertime is nuts. Uh, but the past couple of years, there's one little fight that'll pop up in the summer. Because, again, it's kind of the slow season. Everybody's traveling, doing their thing. You know, kids are out of school. Uh, but we'll have, like, that one fight that kind of stands out as, like, I guess, the pay-per-view fight. And doesn't it's not always the biggest fight but sometimes of you know, of you know you know there, there's some notable fights that have popped up in the summertime here and there but in, in not this Saturday but next Saturday Manny Pacquiao Keith Thurman for the legitimacy of the WBA welterweight championship on Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view and uh ROD is supposed to join me tonight uh it might be a dolo show tonight but you know we had to get it out man it's been it's been a while uh, since we dropped a show, uh, but we're gonna get to that in a minute. But again, we ha we haven't been <laughs> we haven't been around for a little while, so there is some talks as it relates to Canelo Alvarez. There's his names such as Sergey Kovalev going around as far as his future opponent, Triple G, Demetrius Andrade. What is going on with Canelo Alvarez? Now, there was an article that was posted, I believe, on Boxing Scene. And they went into detail as a concerned DAZN, and, and I and I kind of figured this. I, I, I we may mention of this, me and Coltrane, and when they made this deal with Canelo Alvarez, okay, when he signed a DAZN and this huge lucrative deal, and Floyd was throwing shots at it, and <laughs> you know, the the first fight was Rocky Fielding, and and all of us, everybody on board was like, of of course, he's not going to jump right into a big, crazy fight. And it's like, all right, we, we get it. Uh, the next fight is Danny Jacobs. And we're like, all right, you know, like not a huge commercial fight, but it, as a it's almost like I don't want to compare the guys, but like a Nike Corte type of like affair or that kind of fighter. Again, not to compare Danny Jacobs to I Corte, but uh, you know what? I mean, kind of see where I'm going, you know, not a pay per view type of ordeal but a good solid fight and it was a good fight for the most part you know i mean it, it was what it was you know <laughs> like it, it was a decent fight but the the, the point we myself coltrane and, and a few others i've spoken to is that the third fight had to be a whopper okay and the reason is is because as we speak now the uh, zone has reportedly i mean I, I i mean don't quote me but i'm hearing around like 4 million subscribers in the us and i believe the us don't quote me on that either but i i did hear that they have 4 million subscribers the danny jacobs and canelo fight in the united states now while they were selling the idea you know the 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 notion that the fight generated 1. Seven or or, or was it maybe 1.2, 1.3 million views in the United States? It only generated 600,000 views. So I guess weigh that in with how you know they they got everything structured with the zone and how that plays out. It, it, how many people subscribe to see that fight? And so again, going into 
Canelo's next fight, okay, there is no way that DAZN is not going to have a say in, you know, in, in who he's going to fight next. And the article basically states that DAZN essentially, like, without throwing the hard hammer down, they're pretty much telling him Canelo Alvarez and Golden Boy and, and things as such, and, and people, you know, everybody involved, Eric Gomez, we'll take Kovalev or Triple G next, okay? And I had a feeling that this was going to eventually happen. And, I, and look, this could be Canelo posturing, and he's made mention that he doesn't really care to fight Triple G again. And, and look, the crew here, we all think that Canelo edged Triple G. But... When you look at the monetary aspect of things, and again, this is a sport that is is heavily dominated on the dollar. Triple G is still monetarily the biggest fight Canelo can get into right now, and it's a major part of why the zone signed Triple G. Okay, now when you look at the big picture, okay, the zone has said we'll take the Kovalev fight, and to me. I still that fight really makes no sense to me because while Sergey Kovalev I don't feel is in his like physical prime anymore he's still a light heavyweight that has some boxing ability and has definitive power okay like let's let's not act like that's not the case okay and you better believe that with removing any catch weights and you, you you gotta wait for that, okay? You gotta wait for that. Um, if this is a full 175 fight and there's no rehydration clause, and again, I, I can't think, and this is no disrespect to Canelo and Golden Boy and everybody involved, but I have a tough time seeing Canelo fight Sergey Kovalev at a full 175 without any hydration clause, and you know, whatever happens, happens. I I just find it very difficult because again. If you if if you're a fan of the sport and you understand what you saw in that second tr Canelo Triple G fight, and you understand Triple G is gonna be 38 years old soon, and it's still a fight that people want to see, there's and again the likelihood of Canelo winning that third fight is just that much higher, man. I mean I know people will want to argue that, but. I would favor the the still younger, fresher guy. It is what it is, man. And and I like Triple G, man. Me and ROD have gone back and forth for like a couple of years as it relates to Triple G. But we all agree, though, and and especially coming off the Steve Rose fight, that there is Triple G is starting to look like those Canelo fights wore him out a little bit. And again. This could be Canelo just posturing, man, and maybe wanting more of a guarantee for the third Triple G fight, you know. But I, I just I don't think that the zone is going to say, hey, like we'll, we'll take the the Demetrius Andrade fight for the for September. Like, and again, no disrespect to Demetrius Andrade, but coming off that fight that he had with Sulecki, I can't imagine that anybody would be running to the fences to see canelo and and andre and and and, and again he could he could you know complain all he wants about these guys not wanting to fight him but again man you you gotta make a case for yourself at this it, 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 this is a business we all understand it's a sport but we can't 
throw the business tag to just certain guys, okay? It, overall, man, like it, it, Demetrius Andrade is not going to land Canelo or Triple G next, man. Unless, in my opinion, Canelo, if Canelo fights Kovalev, I think that's probably that's Triple G's next best option because it comes with a world title. Um, does Triple G get up for that fight? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Demetrius Andre, listen, man, we've talked about this amidst the crew, man, and it, it's 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 really hard to like give Demetrius Andre these pats on the back because his performances just don't scream. Man, I, I need to see him in there with Charlo or, or Canelo. Or... It's only because he has a strap. If you remove that, like, I would not want to see any of those fights. I'm sorry, man. Like, it's just, I, I just, the, the, there's no appeal to me there. And and, and again, I, we th this is me hearing with, you know, from countless people about, you know, the how good he looks in sparring. And, and, and look, even in this fight, he, he was looking good for the first two rounds. And then he just... Said, hey, I'm good. That's not gonna land you Canelo fights, man, or, or Triple G fights, or, or I don't know. I I, I just I, I think we're gonna have to find out in the next like month, if if not sooner, because this September date is, is reaching really quick, man. I mean, we're already hitting mid-July. Uh so what's gonna happen, man? I mean, what what is Canelo Alvarez's uh next fight gonna be man i mean i i'm i'm still thinking it's the triple g fight but if they're giving him the option of kovalev and and triple g man i mean i'll take either one i just the kovalev fight just doesn't make any sense to me but any case man uh let's jump but let's jump right into the to the meat and potatoes of it all man i mean this is what you guys are here for manny pacquiao keith thurman oh uh, wow okay we've we've talked about this fight since even prior to its inception man i me and train kind of predicted that this fight was going to end up happening because once we kind of got word that the floyd fight wasn't going to present itself in may you're thinking what's the next best fight that can be made that has moderate risk but that fans would want to see and look keith thurman's name was just at the top of the list man i know names like danny garcia have been mentioned and and, and sean porter but the thing with keith thurman is yeah number one he does have the the, the legitimate wba title and that's the neck that's the closest fight that pacquiao can fight that not named terrence crawford or errol spence in that division and you know i kind of made <laughs> I know, I know people would find this disrespectful to call an undefeated world champion and some, and I guess multiple or two-time world champion or no, well, he had to let go of one of the belts. I'm sorry. Um, or former unified champion. Let's just say that with Keith Thurman to, to give him, to give him an accolade, you know? Um, but I, I, I think, I, I think with, with Keith Thurman, man, I, I just, I, I think it's a situation where. He he is had these injuries. He's had uh, this layoff, and he didn't look that good in the in this Josecito Lopez fight, man. And, and he almost got stopped. And you know, Manny Pacquiao. It, it, I mean, look, man. The, the 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 thing the thing about this this fight with Manny Pacquiao is um, 
look, man, he's an all-time great future Hall of Famer. If even if Keith Thurman, like in in, in a cre in what I think would be like virtual, and this I don't want to say impossible, but one of the most unlikeliest things to happen. Even if he if Pacquiao got blown out in the first round, it wouldn't matter. Like Pacquiao's legacy is cemented. Period. So you know you start to question like what is Manny Pacquiao? What is he, what is his motivation to get up for this fight? Because when you put everything on the table, Keith Thurman should be the one really getting up for this fight. I mean, this is the biggest fight of his career, his first pay-per-view date. Um, you, you know, again, I mean, I don't want to get into the specifics yet of this fight, but I mean, Keith Thurman, the, the thing you got to look about him, that you got to look at in the recent years is he's fought the contemporaries. You know, when you think of Danny Garcia and Sean Porter – who one is a, a champion now, but both of these guys were former world champions and he beat them both. Granted, not in super spectacular fashion, you know, and Thurman has shown vulnerabilities, man. And the Louis, the, the Luis Collazo fight and th this recent fight with, with, uh, Jose Cito Lopez, uh, even in points in the Robert Guerrero fight and, and but he finds ways to win, you know, and and that's something I think that gets kind of um, thrown under, uh, you know, thrown under the rug or swept under the rug for whatever reason. Uh, to give Thurman, I guess, something because the biggest, the, the, the thing that that Thurman, I guess, is in a in, he, he's kind of in a position where he's the younger guy, and you would think he'd be the you know the favorite going in and i think he was like a slight favorite going in but right now i think bovada has him like a, a two to one underdog or maybe it's like like just almost dead even you know but it's hard it's really hard to give thurman like certain concessions based on what we've seen of him and and the layoff he's had and and, and then you know you you look at pacquiao's situation you know we can't sit here, okay, and say that Manny Pacquiao is the Manny Pacquiao of 2009. Uh, I, I kind of equate it to when Miguel Cotto had that little resurgence when he got with Freddie Roach. He started knocking everybody, you know, knocking dudes out with that left hook. The body shots were coming back. And look, man, even myself and a few others were like, oh, man, Cotto's back. Cotto's back. But you got to look at the style match. You got to look at the matchups that he was put into, you know, as, as it concerns, like when the Sergio Martinez fight happened, I told people, I said, listen, man, Cotto's my guy, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he's fighting a healthy Sergio Martinez. There was a concession there, you know, the, but the thing is when Cotto finally went in there against Canelo Alvarez, okay. A Canelo Alvarez that again, had deficiencies, had already lost a fight. Arguably lost to Erislandi Lara. Uh, some, you know, was a very close fight with Trout, and he was fighting a veteran, yet a little smaller, but more experience, had some power, solid boxing ability, was tough. But when the bell rang and when the fight progressed, the younger, stronger guy and more act well, the younger, fresher guy won the fight, you know, and I'm not comparing that fight to Pacquiao Thurman at all. The example I'm making is in the, in the case for Manny Pacquiao being the older, 
smaller guy in this case. Like Thurman is bigger than Pacquiao. And, you know, one of the question marks going into this fight, and, and one of the reasons why this is such a tricky fight to pick is because the the things that have given Manny Pacquiao trouble over the years have been fighters that have the ability to move. And that dates back to his early years. So when you look at Lucas Matisse and you look at Adrian Broner, two guys that are there, they're stationary fighters. You know, Thurman, excuse me, uh, Broner has always been noted or he's always been kind of tied to Mayweather as it relates to like how he looks, okay? But as it relates to what he actually does in the ring, you know, Broner doesn't move. He's right there. He he has, he, he doesn't move his head. He moves back in a straight line. Uh, and those kind of guys, at, for even a 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao, will, you know, won't be um, as challenging as if what I – if I, we see 100% Thurman, okay? And this is, again, the question mark. What – Shape is Thurman coming into this fight, man. Um, Pacquiao's gone on record, and I, I think he should. I mean, he's I don't think he should expect anything less than a hundred percent Keith Thurman. But if we do get a hundred percent Keith Thurman, again, this is this is a tricky fight, man, because I, what I feel with Thurman's his strategy in this fight has to be to move and to give Pacquiao give him angles and 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 kind of let Pacquiao come out of his shell a little bit and counter him because the thing with Pacquiao that has kind of left him a little bit since the Marquez fight man is just that 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 ability to pull a trigger like he did when he was fighting Cody when he was fighting Margarita when he was fighting these guys at the lower weights well not lower weights but like around 08 09 when he 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 was just mowing through these guys the, the, that is not the Pacquiao that is showing up July 20th. Now, again, a Manny, the Manny Pacquiao that fought Adrian Broner, could he be the same guy that showed up against Jose Zito Lopez? I mean, that's some, some would argue Pacquiao should wipe the floor with him, right? But this is going to be Thurman's second fight in, since January. And... There hasn't been any reports as far as injuries are concerned. And look, let me say this, man. Before I, before I, I, I mean, ugh. before I give my prediction on this fight, man, which is again, I, it's changed every day. But with a hundred percent Keith Thurman, okay. If Manny Pacquiao scores a definitive win again, and, and I'm going to say this again, a definitive win because I feel there might be some. As we, me and Train term, some effery that might end up happening in this fight is released like a controversial decision or what have you. But all things considered, if Manny Pacquiao beats Keith Thurman, 100% Keith Thurman, I would put this over his win over Miguel Cotto. And the reason being is this is an older Pacquiao who didn't fight Keith Thurman at a catchweight for the legitimate WBA title though i believe when he fought Cotto, that was that was the same but that would that would you you have to put that up there with the archie moores and the george foremans and the bernard hopkins manny pacquiao would be in that line of, of, of names when you mention guys that beat world champions 
uh, younger world champions, undefeated world champions. Uh, because again, we forget, man, like Thurman is still undefeated, man. So, uh, and he, and out of all the welterweight champions, he's the longest reigning of them all, man. I mean, he, again, he got lifted to super status after I think Floyd retired or whatever, you know, but he's been the champion for like, you know, the, the, the longest period of time. So as far as a prediction, man, listen, this is a crapshoot for me. Okay. ROD, ROD couldn't make it, but ROD, he has, he has, um, <laughs> he has Pacquiao winning this fight. Uh, I think he has him, uh, like dominating, uh, Keith Thurman train. I don't want to speak for train because train initially he's, he, we were on the tip that we we're like, man, this is tough. This is like really tough. Um, oh, okay. I don't, I don't, I want to, I want to be fair, man. <laughs> You know, I want to give like a good, a, a solid prediction, you know, but it's really tough because it, it's like I'm thinking of how each guy can come in the night of the fight, man. We can't, we can't act as if a 40 year old Pacquiao can't show up next Saturday night, man. Um, Keith Thurman, we can't act like the fight in January is what we're gonna get in, in, in you know, next Saturday. Oh man, this is tough. Look, I, I'm I'm gonna roll the dice here, man. And, and, and wow, I I I I may get it. I I might I may get a lot of a ish for this, but I'm gonna go with Keith Thurman by a split decision, man. And I just have a weird feeling. I have a very weird feeling that Keith Thurman might just show up for this fight, man. And again, I don't rate him to like the level of Spence or Crawford. I don't. But again, I still think we're dealing with a 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao. And again, I, I equate it to the Cotto Canelo situation where the younger, fresher guy just won the fight, man. You know, Pacquiao's punch output isn't what it used to be. And I think that might be an issue against this level of – against – I want to say level, but this style matchup, okay? If Thurman is moving. If he's moving the entire night, and I think Pacquiao's their strategy is going to try to go to Thurman's body, and they're going to try to stop him late. But if they don't, if 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 Pacquiao does not, if he if he doesn't keep Keith Thurman in in range for the most of the night, I think it's going to be a tough night for him because I don't think he's going to want to chase Thurman. Thurman will get on his bike for twelve rounds, guys. <laughs> he will get on his bike because. He he he'll sit there and trade with you, but just like he did in in the Porter fight, and Porter was like doing you know like like me and me and uh, Rod always joke about like how he does like the Tito Santana flying forearm and like, jumping off the top rope and everything. But Keith Thurman was able to deal with that kind of physicality, and Manny Pacquiao's not that physical of a fighter, you know. He he he's you got to deal with his speed and his angles and things as such. But again, I think. The thing that separates this Pacquiao from the Pacquiao that was mowing through guys back in 2009 is just, you know, they see the killer instinct, but just like, yeah, his ability to pull the trigger and, and take the risks. And since the Marquez fight, again, man, every, he's noticeably been more a more calculated guy who, again, is still fast and still has some pop. But, again, 
I I know R O D he's gonna he's gonna trash me for this man, but like I just I gotta go against the grain with with the crew. And again, I don't know what Train's prediction is. I gotta talk to him, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a split decision with Keith Thurman, man. And listen, while everybody's giving Keith Thurman stuff about like him not fighting Spence, even us, man, we've been kind of you know harping at him too. But I just feel, man, for for the betterment of the future of the sport. I don't see Manny. If Manny Pacquiao beats Keith Thurman, I don't see him fighting Errol Spence. I'm sorry, guys. Like it's it, it's not happening, man. That's just a ridiculous fight. That I I feel he. If anybody even like mentioned to fight him, like or mentioned to him to fight Spence, they should be talked out of it completely, man. Like I I don't think that is a good fight for Manny Pacquiao or with Terence Crawford. Either one of them, man. Like that's not a fight that Pacquiao should take. So if it is a close fight, I'm I'm saying, man, I think Thurman might get the nod, yo. I'm telling you, because there's a better likelihood that Thurman and Spence will fight. It's just it's it is what it is, guys. You know you know what I'm saying. But I'm hoping for a good fight because I think it's an interesting fight. Like I I I'm hoping for a a. a a fight that yeah we when we leave we're like yeah man like I think Pacquiao might have won or I think Thurman might have won but I'm yeah yeah I'm going against the grain man I'm going Thurman split decision uh and my man uh my man Timer here saying Boo Boo never fought a champ or a former champ plus he backed out of the Jamal Charlo fight at 154. <laughs> yeah man I mean I, I just think I mean to be honest yo I think Demetrius Andrade has a good deal with whatever DeZone and Eddie Herner are offering him and he's taking advantage of it man I think Tevin Farmer's doing the same thing but I, will that land you the Canelo fight chances are no you know what I'm saying so and, and even for Canelo Alvarez man like they, they he's not gonna want to fight Demetrius Andrade in, in his style and, and and Canelo at this point just like Pacquiao just like Floyd and, and other fighters he is now in the position where he can pick and choose who he wants to fight that's not saying Canelo's ducking dudes but it again it's nobody right now is running to fight Demetrius Andrade and, and it's not because they're like afraid to fight him I don't think that's the case so yeah, man, we'll, I, we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, that's that's pretty much it, man. We're gonna wrap it up. Um, I have Keith Thurman winning a split decision. I know Rod when he hears this is gonna kill me, but uh, that that is pretty much it. Uh, as far as uh, what we got on the horizon, man. Um, you know, we're hearing about this this Errol Spence Sean Porter fight. We still don't have a date. We don't have a network. I don't know what's going on with that. Mikey Garcia showing up at, at the Richard Kami fight <laughs> with Ray Beltran sitting next to Bob Arum talking about, uh, you know, he, he still thinks about the Lomachenko fight. Let me tell you guys what the fight I think is going to end up materializing. If, if everything starts to align and I think it's going to be Mikey and Teofimo Lopez, man. Because Teofimo, all right, I don't think, in my opinion, it's wise to put Teofimo in there with Lomachenko because I really feel he's eking out a 135. And, and if you get in there with a very fresh Lomachenko who has no problem making 135, can move, is going to give you a lot of angles and just has the ring IQ and the experience, okay? You don't want to go into that fight a little weight drain and a little spin. And, you know, you know, I, I saw an interview with Teofimo Lopez saying he got a, a trainer or, or, or a, a 
a physical trainer uh, or I'm sorry, a nutritionist. Um, I just, man, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just feel he's going to be stronger at 140. And I think him and Mikey will make up for a dope fight, man. I think that is, a, that's a really dope fight that if, if Mikey's sitting there with Bob Arum and they're talking about like, you know, we're going to work this out and, which also leads me to think, man, that I think Bob and Al are like secretly on in cahoots, <laughs> because listen, we got we got Wilder Fury that we know is going to happen, you know, outside of them losing their next fights. But listen, let's not act as if <laughs> Crawford and Spence is not at the helm, man. I mean, I think after Wilder Fury, after that happens, that's the next biggest collaborative effort that these two entities need to get together and make. So if we got Mikey trying to work with Bob again, and it just again, every when everybody breaks bread, it, it it's up. It's better for the sport, but it it's better for both parties involved. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody benefits. The the zone is gonna always be the tough issue because you're just dealing with a with a streaming service. You know, ESPN and Fox share advertising. They share rights to to, to basketball and 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 and. and college football and things as such so it's not like they've never done business together and now they're dealing with boxing you know i i just think they, they need to they need to like just cut the shit and then start, start working already but we'll see man in any case man that is uh that's pretty much our show uh we'll be back soon you know again the summertime is kind of kind of slow you know but starting in august is when we're going to start to get more of the fights uh, I think Lomachenko and uh, Luke Campbell fight at the end of next month in uh, the UK. You know, we'll obviously be talking about that. That's going to unify three fourths of, or no, that that that's just going to be a world title fight. I'm sorry because yeah, but any case, man. So that is the show, man. I'm Roberto Flack. Follow us at Gargigo Boxing on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash GYG Boxing, man. So until next time, we are out. Peace.